Welcome to the Quartering Podcast for Thursday, the 3rd of November. First up, Elon Musk just demolished AOC and CNN with one hilarious tweet. Elon Musk was uh, absolutely destroying Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, ratioing her for maybe the first time she's ever been ratioed, and she has clearly been up all night seething about it, as she sent out a tweet storm this morning in some cringe attempt to get back over on him, and it's been absolutely hilarious to watch. And this, by the way, on top of uh, lots of other news coming out of Twitter. So let's get right into it. It started, it started with a tweet. A tweet that went out a few days ago uh, where Elon really thought it was going to be, or I mean, where AOC thought she really gotten him. Having this tweet, Alexander Lamau at a billionaire earnestly selling to people on the idea of that free speech is actually $8, $8 a month subscription plan. When anybody who's not a total moron knows that, um, you know, that's just not true. You can continue to use Twitter for free forever. There's literally no reason that you must pay $8 to use Twitter. The reason Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is mad, the reason um, a lot of these other lunatics are mad is because the plebs, the plebs can get their check marks. Make no mistake about it. I've talked about this before. There are people out there who, who have on a, non, a non-zero amount of people that have used their Twitter checkmark to go out to their local um, vegan soy latte restaurant and use it to, to achieve what I assume they enjoy the most, to get pegged. I'm assuming that's happened no, multiple times where they, oh, have you seen my Twitter account? Hmm. Oh, yes. Well, is that also, is that also um, a vegan, grain-free um, dirt brownie to reduce your carbon footprint? Are you also eating actual bugs and garbage? Ooh. And then, like, you know, I assume the pegging happens. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. This is just me guessing. I'm not an expert on this kind of thing. AOC is. So a couple days later, uh, Elon Musk, replies your feedback is appreciated now pay eight dollars <laughs> nine hundred seventy five thousand likes it'll pass a million likes by the time you even see this video this is one of aoc's most liked tweets nearly seven hundred thousand likes and aoc got demolished and then elon musk wasn't done tweeting out the uh thinky face emoji and an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez fight attacks the rich shirt, sweatshirt, that costs $58. Now, the cope, of course, has been that, oh, it's all, um, it was put together by union, so therefore, it's a $60 sweatshirt. There are a lot of union shops that put together, put out affordable products. I do not think $58 uh, to advertise for a politician is a fair price. If a politician is selling merch, they should absolutely be selling it at cost. There's no doubt in my mind that she's making a profit on this. So she tries to cope and says, my workers are union, have full health care and benefits like childcare help, and everyone is paid a living wage. Proceeds go to community acts like tutoring underserved kids. Again, none of that is actually pointing out that AOC is selling a $60 sweatshirt. You're a union buster with an ego problem who pockets the change from underpaying and mistreating people. Market Urbanism Report replies, My sweater costs $58 because it's union made is not a great argument for unions. <laughs> I mean, like, they're not wrong. I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm for workers, um, you know, getting a fair wage, but... You know, it's never been a better time to get a different job these days. You don't need unions. Unions are worthless, in my opinion. The union bilked my father for many years. And, um, you know, what happens when you get a unions, the corporations now only have to really deal with schmoozing a few people instead of all the employees. And most of these union leaders end up selling out their employees 
for some, you know, off the books benefits in my experience. And how about the teachers union keeping garbage teachers on way too long? How about the police union keeping garbage police people on too long? I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. And the, you know, the idea like, yeah, I mean, paying $60 for a sweater is not like that crazy, but she's been seething all night. Uh, he then posted the soy Jack meme, which got 1.6 million likes. People are seething about that. No one's complaining about the price. We're complaining about XYZ being able to get verified when it should just be designated to public figures, celebrities, and journalists who actually have a use for the badge. Why? Maybe people want to know that they're the real, you know, that, hey, I am the real account of this thing. I mean, like 29,000 people actually like that. To which somebody replied, no, there is no actual use for you to have a badge except to pretend your opinion is more important than others. 60,000 likes. Get crushed. Then Elon likes it. Look at me. We are all celebrities now. 110,000 likes. Elon likes that. I think that, you know, that, that he... Maybe this is better than I thought. I've, I've, I've said since Jump Street that I didn't really think tying the verification tick to charging for Twitter Blue was a good idea. I still am not totally convinced, but the amount of meltdown has been uh, kind of amazing. Then how about this interaction with uh, Frida Gaitis from CNN? Going back 22 hours, Elon writes, Twitter is simply the most interesting place on the internet. That's why you're reading this tweet right now. CNN anchor goes, that's why it's so sad to watching you play with it like it's a toy and you're a child. His reply, $8. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm for it now. I'm 100% for it now. Um, you know, this on the heels of, you know, Elon fact-checking or Twitter being able to fact-check the White House. Th that's actually a win for the American people. Like, you, like people understand that, right? That's a huge win for the American people that um, the White House can't just put out propaganda. And she's been coping and here this morning, three hours ago. Yo, Elon, while I have your attention, why should people pay $8 just for the app to get bricked when they say something you don't like? She actually thinks that Elon Musk took time out of his day to ruin just her app. Nobody else's. If you've used the Twitter app, I see this stuff all the time. Now, I don't have the verified tab like, you know, royalty AOC does. But like she's been up all night coping and seething. It's, it's, it's just absolute. And like, oh, Hassan's mad. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Most people reply to her, you know, like AOC here's a catch heard. AOC has been up all night seething because she was owned by Elon Musk. AOC making her first $8 Twitter payment to keep her blue check mark. I mean, I, I love... And by the way, she definitely is in love with Elon, right? She, she clearly is. Ma'am, it's because he already removed verified blue checks. You don't have one. <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's, it's, not, it, it, it's not a valid criticism for uh elon uh to you know they say senator if you aren't getting notifications that's because people aren't responding to your tweets and that's a you problem i i'm a youth football coaching legend and i always get notifications because people are inspired by my success maybe you should win a championship ring like this is like <laughs> all these people are in our in our comments doesn't your district have real problems yeah, like insane uh, crime, you know. AOC claims Twitter account conveniently stopped working after Elon Musk spat. No, I mean, that's how, that's how ridiculously egotistical this woman is. You see a lot of the replies, you know, all these checkmark battles. Weird, judging by her congressional record, she conveniently stopped working after being elected. I mean, like, I smell attention-seeking. I mean, like, it's just, it's all... It's all these people are exposing themselves. And again, I, I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. It's not about the blue check. 
it's because it validated their already held position that they are better than you. And, you know, I think you could have done that simply by removing blue check marks altogether. But this, like the, the fact that these people are having such incredible melties makes me think like, uh, <laughs> makes me think that it's all worth it. Maybe it's just a troll for him, but it, it, it's absolutely been one heck of a thing to watch. And she, and she's just seething, right? Like people are dunking on her, uh, hilariously. Uh, she's trying to pretend like, oh, she's like, mm, well, I have your attention. I'll make sure everybody goes and votes. No, 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 no. You were whining because that blue check mark means more to you than you care to admit. And you can retweet all the other fake multimillionaire socialists like Hassan all you want. Um, it's pretty hilarious to me. And she also like, also my Twitter mentions the notifications conveniently aren't working tonight. So I was informed via text that I seem to have gotten under a certain billionaire's skin. Yeah, right. Just a reminder that money will never buy your way out of insecurity, folks. You're kidding, right? <laughs> you could say a lot of things about Elon criticize him for a lot of things and be right about a lot of them but uh the man is not insecure not in the slightest possible way and next up today frost blasts henry cavill and gina carano and immediately regrets it disgraced g4 tv host roasted it seems like frost couldn't go a single day without being you know it's been well i should say it's been a couple of weeks since uh internet esports commentator frost Skirin uh, was largely blamed as one of the most forward-facing reasons for the failure of G4 TV. I feel like I have retained a pretty consistent position here that G4 TV had no chance of success with the insane overhead that they had anyway, and that there were good people there. Um, she became the face of its failure, and attacking fans didn't help at all. Um, but then she dropped what could, what might be her biggest hot take yet, um, and got ratioed into oblivion. Um, I'm assuming this is just attention-seeking behavior. And and by the way, I do not want anyone going to her Twitter feed and piling on. You know, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't like that. But this take is garbage. Henry Cavill, and this is, by the way, completely unprompted. Henry Cavill has said some very questionable things around me as well. And, uh, me too, sorry. <laughs> and dated a 19-year-old as a 30-year-old plus. So? If it was a woman dating somebody who, you know, when she was 30 and he was 19, you'd be saying, slay queen, go get him, rob the cradle, right? By the way, 19 is not 17, right? I mean, <laughs> how old is Dane Cook's wife? Anyway. Seeing people, and let's not pretend that isn't a two-way beneficiary relationship, too. Okay, let's just let's stop pretending that. Like I'll listen to you that it may not be true love, but it's a good business deal for for both sides. Um, seeing people throw themselves at his feet for The Witcher is weird. The show is whatever at best. Well, I think that's the thing, right? That's the that's the point. People thought The Witcher could have been awesome. But it's strayed so far from the source material that many believe it's what led Henry Cavill to quit the show. The replies to this tweet are 3,300 replies to 830 likes. She follows that up, and we're going to take a look at some of the responses. And then I'm going to go over actually what Henry did say, and then you can decide if it was quote-unquote problematic. Quote, a lot of dudes out here thinking dating a teenager when you're, I like how she says teenager, when you're 33 is totally fine because it's legal. Yeah, it is. It actually is. She goes, it can be fine, but it's also pretty effed up and pretty, uh, it can be pretty effed up, pretty effing quick. A lot of self-reports. So her, her opinion is that if you're 33 and dating a 19-year-old, you're, you're pret, you're, you know, you're, uh, uh, you're the P word basically, or you're, you know, like, I don't think that this is a charitable take and that also got ratioed. Uh, some of the replies to this, no, you got ratioed by men and women in your original tweet because it was dumb AF. Now you're trying to gaslight everyone and thinking that men have a problem not dating teens as if we're talking about somebody who's 13. 
Fair. I started my previous I did I started dating my previous boyfriend when I was 18 and he was 27. We were together for 12 years and it would have been again together longer and fortunately he passed away. Those dudes aren't meant to be easy on the eyes for you. Um you know, don't you have another company to get everyone unemployed from? The word quote technically in their response does more heavy lifting than most of these guys can probably bench. Also the fact that they have the fallback is, well, technically tells me they know the problem. What is the problem? It's a problem in, when men do it, but it's not a problem when women do it, right? This is like the opposite of the whole guys when boys uh, you know, are taking advantage of other teachers, their response being nice. But if it was a man teacher doing the same thing to a female student, they would be like, you know, string them up, you know, that, that's a, you know, that kind of stuff. Is it because no one of any age wants to date you? You're just mad because no guy wants to go near you. Well, she doesn't into she isn't into men. To be fair, the original tweet, of course, getting destroyed. You see, we don't allow a Henry Cavill slander here. Now, get in the unemployment line so you can pay Elon his eight dollars on time. And you see, like you know, watching Henry Cavill. Wow, look at that hunk of a man. Warsh. You know, building his own gaming computer. He loved the Witcher books. People love him as Superman. Uh, you know, like, I, I think that didn't, did he destroy an entire company? Because you did 6,000 likes. Again, I don't think she destroyed the entire company. She certainly accelerated their, their failure, right? And then she goes on to spit venom, just getting ruthlessly ratioed here, right? I see Frost is taking your forced retirement from G4 really well. Children can decide to, to transition but a 19-year-old adult can't date another adult. I mean, based on doom take. You're concerned that an adult woman was in a consensual relationship? Also, maybe an alien concept to you, but people like him, not just for being handsome or for being a super nice guy that cares about his fans and the IP. He also doesn't tell fans to go, out, go F themselves. I mean, right, this is just a case of who's likable. Not done ruining your life, huh? I mean, what this is, is, you know, for Frost, this is just confirmation bias. She gets to say, oh, all these men. And then also Frost, who, who had earlier had admitted he doesn't know anything about Gina Carano, that, have, that she'd have to go Google her or something. Then says, it's a, it's, it is big yikes energy. I just discovered he also dated her. So... Heart of Gold, Fist of Iron. What exactly is your issue with Gina? Um, they claim it's because Gina Carano made, a made it political. Oh, yeah. Well, when Susan Sarandon does it, it's fine. I, the, the myth of a consensual acts. I consent. I consent. I don't. That's a good meme. That's, that's a good meme. And what is Gina? Like, why are you bringing Gina in? Is it because you... I mean, it's like you're, you're particularly... You're trying to troll. By the way, if you haven't yet subscribed to this channel, there's a button below the video. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, a lot of times, it's the only way you're going to find the video. It's free. I know maybe you have to create an account, but I greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's helping a ton. I feel like more people are finding the videos. We're having bigger live streams because people are actually getting notified. So I appreciate that. So what did, what was Henry's biggest sin? I believe I covered this actually. Here's, here's what his, his heinous statement was, okay? Cavill is currently, uh, currently promoting the forthcoming action film Mission Impossible Fallout. was speaking to GQ Australia when the interviewer asked how Me Too had affected him. Quote, stuff has to change. Absolutely. Okay, so he agrees, right? Cavill said before adding, quote, now here's the heinous thing he said. There's something wonderful, wonderful about a man chasing a woman. I think a woman should be wooed and chased. I may be old-fashioned for thinking that. It's very difficult to do if there are certain rules in place because then it's like, well, I don't want to go up and talk to her because I'm going to be called the R-word or something. 100% based, true, fact, base-pilled, uh, soups-pilled. It's 100% true. Quote, now you can't really go pursue anything further than, no, it's like, okay, cool. 
But then there's, oh, why'd you give up? And it's like, well, because I didn't want to go to jail. I don't know about all the other fellas out there, but there were, you know, a lot of girls that said no the first time. Uh, and then, you know, time passes or maybe you, you figure out, you make her a mixtape. I don't, people don't do that anymore these days, but it was common when I was younger. Um, you know, you, uh, you make her something, you buy her a gift, you show her you care, and then you end up dating. A lot of marriages are like that, right? Oh, I said no, cause he was a grease ball, but then it turned out he liked classical music and I like classical music too. And now we're dating and we got married. Social media users have been quick to castigate Cavill for his views. One Twitter user says, suggested it was absurd. What? He, he, they suggested it was absurd. That, and by the way, women do like to be wooed. Like, you're kidding, right? Now, maybe it was like specific words that he used that triggered everybody. But what he was saying is 100% true. It's like uh, 100% true. The article on Bowding in a Comics, former G4, Frost disingenuously attempts to frame actor Henry Cavill as problematic. I mean, I, I assume she's only doing this for attention. Um, but, you know, saying like, so he was in a consensual ad adult relationship, horrifying, to which she replies, weird way to out yourself. As someone who is 31, I can't imagine dating a teenager. And again, she uses that word, teenager. To imply that it's not somebody who's 19 and 364 days old, but to imply that they're much younger than that. We are vastly different in vastly different life stages. So while it may be legal, most of these relationships are pretty icky with power imbalance. Really? Because there are many examples of older women in Hollywood dating younger men. How about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles? That's one that just comes to men. Mind. And this is somebody, by the way, that's her. She's lashing out at her own fans. I, I wouldn't date somebody who's that, that young, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. People rip on Keemstar for it, but I'm pretty sure that that girl knows exactly what she's in for. Okay. You know? I just, she probably genuinely does like him. And next up today, NBA star transitioning kid for clout and money. Dwayne Wade blasted by child's birth mother. There's, a, you know, a pretty sad story uh, going on, I guess, around the, um, around a particular NBA star potentially uh, forcing their kid to, at least being accused of forcing their kid to transition for money or for clout? I'm not exactly sure why this person would need the money. It's uh, NBA superstar Dwayne Wade. But in this particular case, the mother is basically begging uh, people to stop this because she wants the, the crazy thing. The crazy thing she wants is for her daughter to wait until she's 18. Now, this is an ex who claims this. But Dwayne Wade's ex-wife has claimed that he is exploiting their daughter, who is 15 right now, uh, for financial gain and is begging a court to intervene to stop her from changing her name and gender on her birth certificate. In court papers filed this week that were obtained by The Blast, Sio Vaughn, Fuchi's Wade, the, the star's first wife and mother, to his two oldest children begged a judge to impose an order that would ban their 15-year-old Zaya from legally changing her gender from male to female until she's 18. Zaya, as she is now known, came out at 12. Yeah, I know a lot of people, I mean, you're not even, I mean, okay, sure. That seems a little early to be picking, picking sides. Um, since then, she has won modeling contracts. Hmm, okay, maybe these things are related. I don't know. I can't say that for sure, obviously with brands like Tiffany, Dove, and amassed hundreds of thousands of social media followers. According to her mother, she's also in talks for deals with Disney. She appears on red carpets with her father and her stepmother, Gabrielle Union, who has spoken frequently in interviews about their acceptance of the child and her choice. 
but the teen's mother fears she's being uh, pressured into the permanent change by her father, who is poised to profit off the transition. She is fighting to block the name and gender change and wants Zaya to make the decision for herself once she's 18. I think this is extraordinarily reasonable. It's so, it's actually mind blowing that it's the mom who, you know, is actually feeling, you know, not hurt in this. It seems like it's usually the other way around. We've seen cases before where, you know, a father was fighting the daughter, uh, his son getting like surgery um, to, you know, remove parts of his body or add parts of it. I don't remember, but like, you know, this is a real thing. Quote, I have concerns that Dwayne may be pressuring our child to move forward with the name and gender change in order to capitalize on the financial opportunities that he has received from some companies, she said in their legal filing. Now, Dwayne Wade is super rich, so it doesn't necessarily add up, but, you know, people always want more money, I guess. It was a response to an August petition by Wade to allow Zaya to legally change her name from Zion whatever to Zaya, don't care. In August filing, it's just a kid. And by the way, that's the important thing here. This, it's just a kid. The story's not about the kid. I'm not making any judgments of the kid. I wish them best, the best. But to deny that there are societal pressures to make these type of changes would be inauthentic. To deny that the, there is at least a possibility that these modeling contracts and all these type of things came because of certain things is also inauthentic. I believe there is a non-zero percent chance that, you know, those fact that stuff factored in to that kid getting paid. Um, also being the son of a famous basketball star kind of matters too. So let's not pretend that that's not a thing. In the August filing, the former athlete claimed he had the legal right to make decisions on his daughter's behalf and that he was only informing his ex-wife as a courtesy Wade obtained full custody of the boys when he divorced their mother in 2011. In a 2012 interview with Mail Online, the boys' mother detailed her agony at losing them to her ex after a four-year court battle. Now, I, again, don't know anything about his ex, but I do know the way the court system works, and it's extremely rare for the mother to lose custody of the children, so there's probably something there with the mom. You know, it, it, Maybe it was money, but... There's probably something there. For, for the court to take kids away from a mom, it's extremely rare. By the way, if you haven't yet, please do click that red subscribe button down below. Videos like these certainly get buried in the search algorithm. The only way you're gonna find them is if you're subscribed, and even then it's hard. So I greatly appreciate everyone who's subscribing. Uh, she believes he was only awarded custody because of his money and fame. I think influence had a lot to do with it. Celebrity had a lot to do with it. Money had a lot to do with it. Wade fought bitterly for custody of the kids. Divorcing Funch's own attorney cited her struggles with mental health. Okay, so there we go. Now, she says, her ex-husband is poised to profit from the transition. She cited a conversation in April in which she claims Dwayne told her that a lot of money has already been made and that the additional money will be made in relation to our child's name and gender issue. Dwayne told me that he intended to make our child very famous due to the name and gender issue, and also inform me that he there would be endorsements and contracts associated therewith, she claims. Well, if she's telling the truth, that confirms precisely what I've said to this point. I'm concerned that our child is being commercialized at a young age and also of the uncontrollable consequences of media exposure, cyberbullying, statements and or pictures taken out of context, um, the unwanted spotlight focus on our child. I'm sure the child wants the spotlight. The law is murky when it comes to divorced parents agreeing on making decisions on behalf of trans kids. In her filing, the mother claimed that Duane is legally required to consult her on major decisions affecting care, welfare, activities, health, education, and religious upbringing. But Duane said he's entitled to make the decision on her behalf regardless of her mother's input. That may be true. Maybe she was in, the mom was in like a really weird place and, you know, having mental health issues and all this kind of stuff. It's entirely possible. Neither Union nor Wade have publicly responded to the claims. The pair are currently in Africa celebrating her 50th birthday. A hearing has been set for December to determine whether she can change her name uh, without their mother's agreement. Now, I don't know what we're talking about here is not at least currently surgery. 
um, which I would have a much bigger problem with um, because, like, that's, for the most part, part irreversible. You know, changing our name on our birth certificate or whatever, you could always change it again, change it back. Um, what I'm more concerned with is, you know, the decision to do so for clout and money. This is something that I've known has been an issue uh, for a very long time. He's nothing like he... I see now he was very humble, very shy. She said she begged him not to enter the, enter the NBA. We just got married, had a child. The following year, he signed an $8.5 million contract and became an overnight star. I mean, sure. There's a lot of articles on this, though. You know, like Dwayne Wade accused of pressuring their trans daughter to change gender for money. This is on page six. Dwayne Wade's ex-wife fears he's pressuring her to change her name and gender for financial gain. I mean, I'm sure that there is financial gain for this. There will be articles. There will be more opportunities because she'll be more in the public space. The kid will be. Obviously, I don't blame the kid. When they're 18, they can do whatever they want. I feel like this should be one of those things too. You know, when it, when it, you know, when an adult wants to do this type of stuff, that's their choice. But the kid is 14 or 15. I don't think a name change is a big deal. This is one comment. But the surgical procedures are. Um, you can still respect your child and slow things down. You know, that's where I'm at, obviously. If the bigger plan is to have some sort of procedures on top of that, that's more concerning. Um, I think what this does is confirm uh, essentially what many people thought. That for some people... This can be about money and fame and clout. I'm not saying for all, especially with like the superficial stuff. I'm not sure how many people are out there, you know, having life altering surgeries for clout. Maybe. Well, what am I talking about? Plastic surgery is a thing. Of course, that's a thing. Um, the, all these people, you know, wanting to look like Barbie or Ken, all this kind of stuff. Um, so th this is not new. Um, and I'm sure that they also have some sort of mental reasons for wanting to do so. This is uh, very considered. You can also see his ex is a bitter old troublemaker who's had no problem in the past embarrassing him or their children. There's a reason Dwayne has a physical and legal has physical and legal custody. I would agree with that. This has nothing to do with changing the child's body, and that decision belongs to her and her legal guardians, not the attention-seeking shrew. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, I don't think, you know, Union and Wade would not be relevant if this was not fit this situation. She's a very average actress. He wants the celebrity lifestyle beyond an ex-athlete. I mean, yeah, good for mom for sticking up, but I think we can suspect, I think it's reasonable to suspect the mom's motivations. I have no idea who she is, and now there's 100 articles about her. Uh, but it is, you know, the name thing does not seem like anything really super concerning for me. It's if there's a plan for, you know, surgeries and things of that nature, and also kind of the conversation around the money that's involved with this type of thing that uh, is uh, awfully interesting for me. And next up, Jordan Peterson has nuclear bad take on Elon Musk Twitter with Russell Brand echoed by John Rich too. You know, since uh, Elon Musk took over Twitter, I've been noticing a lot of really bad takes from people that I, whose opinions that I respect. People that I think are often considered free thinkers or moderates. Some are considered conservatives. Um, echoing the exact same garbage position of a lot of people on the left, the position the left has had for a very long time. And it's really shocking and sad. Uh, Jordan Peterson, you know, I think, gets a lot of things right. And, you know, one bad take, you know, doesn't erase the good things that somebody's done. Um, and, and I'm not sure that this is like a political take as much as it's like a boomer take because I'm, I'm noticing this disturbing trend of people who are quote unquote our guys or gals suddenly having a problem with online anonymity, talking about how Elon Musk should get rid of online anonymity. And that's, that's a terrible take. That that's just a that's just a really really bad take. Um, online anonymity is extremely important. So you know, let's jump into what 
Jordan said and, and why I disagree with it. And I just think it's important to kind of call out bad takes on your own side once in a while. This doesn't mean I don't like Jordan Peterson or I have anything against him. In fact, I would absolutely love to talk to him about it. Uh, but here's, here's a take. Biggest problem that I can see is that the large online platforms allow anonymous troll demons. No. That's not a that's not a problem. That's a very important thing. You know, as somebody who has literally been physically assaulted for their opinion online, uh, and and we and you know, if you watch this channel, you see just how many like unhinged lunatics there are out there. Um, I don't want one of these weirdos showing up in my house or like I well, I'm people know who I am, okay? But I'm really thinking more about like you, right? You know, what if one of these weirdos is your neighbor and they show up at your house and they're throwing stuff through your windows or, you know, that's why anonymity is important. What about all the people that work in the belly of the beast? Like, do you know how many anonymous, this is the same argument against anonymous news sources, which are crucial. There's so many people out there who, who, for example, work in the tech industry, work at Twitter, work at Facebook that you know share information online but if they if they don't have that anonymity um that's going to go away what about journalists not our not not journalists but real journalists in in particular other countries too um they're i mean they they can't they have to have online anonymity um you know, it, it's like, and if anybody's pushing for this, I'm very concerned about, about trusting them. Uh, it, it's extremely important. To rampage through society with no cost to themselves. And I can identify these people quite accurately now. This will make a number of the people who are watching and listening uncomfortable because they'll be in the list of people who do this sort of thing. So, And by the way, Jordan, I, again, Jordan is just, I understand and sympathize. Sometimes it gets too much for me. I mean, I've quit and come back to Twitter a zillion times, right? But like, the dude is just too soft for Twitter. There is a feature, right, that Twitter has built in that you can disable replies to your tweets. All he has to do is turn that on. Or he could turn on only people who I follow can respond to my tweets. Now, the reason Jordan isn't going to do that is because we know what that means. That you're weak. We make fun of people who do that. But if it's like genuine, if, if I have to choose between losing his voice on the platform and not being able to reply to him directly, I'd rather still have him on the platform. So the first thing is they have an anonymous name. The second thing is the anonymous name usually has something psychologically significant about it in a very negative direction. So it's self-denigrating or it's demonic or it's, it's otherwise offensive and purposefully so. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that. You know, I'd say most of the Anons are usually, uh, he didn't even use the name in a bunch of numbers trope, which is like literally true. And then the people who are utter cowards, likely to be narcissists and Machiavellians. I don't think that anonymity makes you a coward. It makes you smart. There are people that follow, that interact with me on Twitter that I know are in the belly of the beast. And, and they can't risk getting fired. They're supposed to risk getting fired by, so that they can use their real name just so they can speak freely. I don't think that that's a fair thing to, to, to uh, expect of people. Resentful people sitting in their basement at home dwelling on their misery and doing everything they can to spew and now he's using the and this is another thing that like jordan like dude you're the king of defending you know in particular young men who are denigrated online and you're using that kind of basement dweller trope which you know i don't like that i, I disagree vehemently with that i i post terrible things on twitter and i almost never do so for my basement nowadays toxicity out into the world alone in their bedrooms they're again if you say mean stuff to jordan peterson then you must be a lonely loser I, this is like leftist stuff just isolated people who aren't causing any trouble but as soon as they multiply themselves millions of times using this incredible powerful computer technology they're not even human anymore in my estimation they're literally a demonic force 
And I mean that in a technical sense, right? You and I aren't exactly you and I in this conversation because we're amplified hundreds of times or thousands of times or hundreds of thousands of times. And so we're not just human. We're, we're androids in some sense operating in a virtual space. And these online trolls have that power because they have So they're the same as you then? Access to an audience that they would never gather by their own merits. They are saying things that are derisive and inflammatory and that would absolutely 100% get them punched if they ever said it in public. That's the point. That's why online anonymity is important. I think this is more of a boomer take than a conservative take because I don't I don't know if if Jordan Peterson is technically conservative maybe he is I I don't know but like no dude like that's why it's important anonymity has always been at the core of the importance of the internet um screen names were like the very first thing people used like with AOL ICQ People weren't putting their whole first, their first and last name on there. It's, it's, if at the very base, okay, at the very like carnal level of this, it's about safety. On top of that, it's about self preservation. In, like in your industry, you need that. Journalists need that. You don't think people in the NBA and the NFL have burner accounts? I don't have a burner account. I mean, I have an account that I log into that. Sometimes just to see tweets from people who have blocked me, but I don't interact and use it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, it's different when you're a public figure. Like, people know me, people know my name, people know where I live. It sucks. I wouldn't wish that on other people. I don't want Jim, Jim Johnson, who, who's a tow truck driver, uh, saying, like, hey, my neighbor's kind of a piece of garbage, and then having that guy come on over and, like, it doesn't really, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Imagine that there's a hierarchy of unconstrained people, and there's a variety of people who are very unconstrained, but in normal social discourse would be able to keep themselves under control because of the controls that are there in normal social discourse. You lift those controls and they just go, they just go off. That's good. That's the good thing. That's why anonymity is important. Now, I get like the bots and the people flooding your replies, and you have like, you know, these leftist YouTubers that are, are Twitter and Twitch personalities that clearly use bots and whatever. Block them. Set your replies to people I follow only. Set your replies to, you know, no replies. And it immediately removes their access to you, Jordan. And you have John Rich, too. 16,000 likes. Who the heck are these people? John Rich is like on Tim Pool all the time. He's kicking it with Tim Pool. If Elon Musk is going to ban something on this platform, ban anonymous accounts. No, dude, no. Seven, now it went up to 17,000 likes. Who the heck is liking this? No. Here's Eliza. Good take from Eliza. Political dissidents, activists, whistleblowers, journalists, and survivors globally need the ability to remain anonymous. Like what? I'm normally with you, but I disagree on this one. That feels like the great first step to requiring, quote, verification to use the internet, something the World Economic Forum proudly claims to be working on. John says, that's quite the stretch of extrapolation here. When can you remain anonymous on Twitter and attack and defame people relentlessly with no accountability? That's a problem. No, it isn't. It isn't. You're allowed to be anonymous. And oh, by the way, there's really very little true anonymity. And so if there is an anonymous Twitter account spreading lies that hurt you financially to actually meet, you know, the requirements of defamation, you could sue Twitter and you could find out who those people are. It's really not that difficult. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's really easy to say this as a multimillionaire. But for those of us who are conservative that work in fields that are extremely hostile conservatives that aren't multimillionaires, it's more difficult out of touch much. I think this is just like the, the, a boomer take, but uh, I got to call it out. And there's other guys who are do other uh, commentators who are doing it too. And no, 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 no. 
anonymity is absolutely important and must be protected. And if Elon were to move and ban, you know, anonymity or anonymous accounts on Twitter, that would be one of the biggest mistakes. I mean, I would, I would advocate everyone leaving Twitter at that point, even as somebody who doesn't need it because I can't really have it anymore. Absolute boomer con level takes. Um, and actually, I mean, all leftist take too. And next up, Donald Trump returns to Twitter, ratios Joe Biden instantly, and all heck breaks loose. Ah, uh, looks like he got him again. Now, the fun was quickly over, but I thought, you know, I want to shout out, you know, uh, Count Dankula, a friend of mine. He's got a wonderful YouTube channel, and he always provides lots of entertainment on Twitter. So I'm going to leave a link to his channel and his Twitter feed. In the comment section down below, he's so close to uh, a million. I'm not sure if he passed it yet. I thought he was really close to a million. If he is, maybe we can could get him to... Let me actually look because I want to make sure um, to see if he if he did pass it or not. Uh, he's at... Oh, my God. He's at 977,000 subscribers. Okay, so if everybody watching this video who isn't subscribed to Count Dankula goes and subscribes to him, like we could literally push him over a million today. What a great, th and it was his birthday the other day, and he's sick right now, so it'd be absolutely cool. Now let's look at some of the hilarity. President Biden, back in June, we launched a nationwide talent pipeline challenge to connect American workers to good paying jobs. We're building our infrastructure. 1,800 likes, pretty good. Donald J. Trump replies, wrong, 4,200 likes. Count Dankula literally ratioed a sitting president. A sitting president, and people are so mad. Sharing now, some of the, I'm going to share some of the hilarity around it. So there's DMs from uh, Muhammad Iqbal uh, writing, "May Allah smite you down, Trump pig." To which the president replies, "Dang son, not sure if a single paragraph counts as a book." <laughs> Here we go. Here's another DM from Mike Martin, Ukraine flag in the bio. It's good to be able to block you again, you fat piece of garbage. F you. Seems like a normal person, right? How about uh, this reply? You disgust me. Your presidency will always be a stain on American history. Worst president ever. Cineswirl, parentheses, he, him. Dang, girl, how do you fit so much mental illness into one bio? Well, they do say herpes never goes away forever. Self-reporting there, big guy. Like, I, I, how about this one? Just like that, Elon gives the most dangerous man on earth a platform. To which the president replies, I'm only dangerous between the sheets and in the streets. Now, you've seen Count Dankula do this before. Oh, what happened here? Is it back? Oh, you've seen Dank do this before uh, and where he's a Supreme Court justice. And people are so keyed up to get angry and rage about every little thing that they fall for it every time. Thousands of people fall for it. He's like, F you, Trump. That's all, but you ain't pretty. Uh, this one, by the way. It's good to be back. 86,000 likes. Here's Shuan Hunt. I screamed, saw the username, and said, of course. Nuance, bro, you got me for a second. You got ads from Hillstra's babyface, 600 likes. Uh, oh, you tricked me. Oh, you got me there for a second. There are a lot of people on the right that were, like, extremely angry about this. If, you know, my reply, my, my thing was, like, just like this person, here we go again. Because the people who were sending DMs to him, like, uh, you know, thinking he was actually Trump, are so unhinged. Like, you forget that these, these people actually exist in the real world. Like, they're completely insane. And they send so, like, insane, uh, just vile things. And I, I, don't, I don't even understand how it's all real. I, I don't. Now, we know... According to the U.S. Today, ban users will not be back for weeks. Elon Musk says, dashing the hopes of a quick Trump return. I don't know why everyone's all keyed up for it. Trump keeps saying he's not going to return. Now, 
in my opinion, he will return. But Trump repeatedly said he's not going to return. And people were pissed that Elon didn't immediately restore accounts like Jordan Peterson and accounts like um, uh, the Babylon Bee, who are both on ideological bans, principle bans. They could delete their tweet and be tweeting right now, um, but they don't want to. So they're not actually technically banned. But uh, I understand and respect exactly what they're doing. I think Jordan Peterson was over misgendering. And I think the Babylon Bee was too, a man of the year post, I think. 100% support them doing that. Uh, I still think it's better to stay in the game and fight, but maybe that's me being weak. It's possible. Um, the reason they can't just unban all these people is that they would lose a ton of advertisers. They have to develop a system to where, like I talked about this on a live stream last night where it's like driving school. You know, if you get so many, too many speeding tickets, at least here in the United States, you get sent to driving school where they like, you know, you spend the day learning how to not be such a terrible driver and then you get a few points back and you can drive again. I think that's essentially what Twitter's going to have to build is have this thing where it's like, you got to go through a slideshow that's like 20 minutes long of saying like, look, here's a bunch of examples of things that you literally cannot post. And here's some examples of things that you can post. And now you've been reinstated. I suspect that's how it'll work, but I don't know for sure. I mean, I can't really predict it, but this has been fun. Uh, that was really fun to watch last night. Um, I'll be live streaming with Sydney Watson um, about, the, about the same time that this video drops. I'll leave a link in the pinned comment to the live stream. I'd absolutely love if you came over and, uh, and hung out. We're going to discuss this. I'll leave a link to Dankula's channel. Let's see if we can get him over a million. I, I assume we have a big crossover, but I bet you we've got 23,000 people who will watch this who uh, will appreciate the meme. And his Mad Lad series is absolutely epic. And last up today, Elon Musk set to fire 3,700 Twitter employees tomorrow and force all remaining back to the office. I try to break it up a little bit, try to, <clears throat> you know, give you a little bit of different news. But this particular news about Twitter is pretty, pretty spicy. And if you enjoy my coverage, please do leave a like on the video. And if you haven't yet, please do click that subscribe button down below. I don't care where you watch, whether it's YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute. All I ask is that you subscribe, and um, it, just, it just helps so much. Now, half of Twitter users say they wouldn't pay to use the site. Survey shows that's fine because Elon's not looking to charge for the site. But a new report says that Elon, Elon Musk is set to slash 50% of Twitter staff and forcing the remaining employees to return to the office. We all know Elon feels about uh, working remotely. Uh, this on top of some other absolutely wild statements uh, from people who are currently working at Twitter. In a series of rapid changes to the Twitterverse, Elon plus Musk plans to lay off about 3,700 Twitter employees or half the current workforce. According to a Bloomberg report on Wednesday, that cited people familiar with the matter. Now. I don't know where these leaks keep coming from. Maybe this is like a corporate takeover thing to try and entice more people to self, you know, self-select, quit, you know, resign, because there have been some new high-level, some more high-profile people quitting. The move comes as an effort to cut costs following Musk's $44 billion purchase of the company. An interim CEO also plans to remove the current work-from-home policy that was put into place at the start of the coup. Remaining employees will be required to report, report to work at Twitter offices with some exceptions. And Musk plans to inform the staff of the affected layoffs tomorrow, according to the report. Now, Friday is when you do lay people off. <clears throat> that would make sense. I got bad news for you. People who work at Twitter are reading this article. Um, and, you know, I, I continue to try to not be blackpilled and try to, you know, believe that not everyone there is an evil ideologue. So, you know, my heart does go out to the people who aren't part of the problem and who will be cut by this. Ultimately, I knew this would happen. He absolutely has to do this. Twitter owns real estate that he's probably got to get rid of. Why do you have all these big fancy buildings if you don't have anyone, anyone coming to work? Um, 
you know, people's productivity is just garbage when they work from home. It just is. Every once in a while, there's a new report out there that says, oh, people are actually more productive. They're not. Okay. Since Musk took over social media, uh, several Twitter executives were fired, including CEO Prague Argawal, Chief Financial Officer Ned Segal, Vijaya Gotti, Head of Legal Trust, Policy and Safety. Musk also announced a decision to make Twitter Blue $8 a month, shut hundreds of employees out of content moderation systems days before the midterms, and flirted with the idea of a paywalled video feature. While Musk officially acquired the platform on October 27th, in the deal for which he initially tried to back out, reports of impending layoffs are not a surprise. Since first announcing that he would buy the company back in April, he previously shared a pitch deck which investors with, uh, with investors that revealed he planned to make Twitter private and shed workers to bring on new talent and engineering. Senior personnel on the product teams were asked to reduce staff by 50%. Other leaders were asked to make lists of team members by who they would cut. This is common. I had to do it. It was one of the crummiest uh, experiences of my life. Senior personnel on product teams were asked to reduce by half. Yes, Musk seems to be revealing, reveling in his new position since he has since updated his Twitter bio to from Chief Twit to Twitter Complaint headline, uh, Hotline Operator. Earlier this week, pundits who just days ago had lauded the billionaire turned on him after he revealed part of his content moderation strategy was to create a console council and conduct with civil society leaders being attacked by both left and right simultaneously is good and it is um it, it really is like the thing is like the divisiveness and the cattiness on twitter is fun it's what people are addicted to you know they're addicted to you know arguing with people musk's trump style any any way that they can put trump in the headline must Trump style management rattles Twitter workers awaiting layoffs. Workers follow new boss's tweets and share rumors on anonymous apps amid silence from leadership on firings, staff cuts, and product changes. Wild rumors of impending layoffs by new owner Elon Musk rolling inside of Twitter on Wednesday. An employee noticed that the Google Calendar, one of his new bosses, was publicly viewable, and on it was one entry of 5 p.m. that titled Riff Review. An, action, an acronym for reduction in force or layoffs. Another Twitter employee was able to view a group on Slack, the workplace chat tool in a company in which company administrators appeared to be finalizing the precise number of workers to be laid off and how much they receive in severance. By day's end, word, word had spread across the company that layoffs half the staff would probably come on Friday and that Musk would require Twitter's remaining employees to return to office full time. But that word didn't come from Musk or anyone on his leadership team. It came via Blind, the anonymous workplace gossip site that some Twitter employees say has become their best and often only source of information about what's going on inside the company in the chaotic, surreal week since Elon Musk acquired it. Twitter did not immediately respond to requests since Musk closed the deal. Well, of course he's not going to respond. I don't really understand. You know, this is frustrating that, like, you know, you have leaks of this magnitude inside your own company like it's just i know that speculating it you know speculating about it is not a good thing um it's not great for like uh you know um it's not good for morale and things of that nature but uh it does it does seem to uh matter um you know i think it, it's best for people to not know until they know because speculating means no work's getting done and at that point, you might as well move up. Are the libs really leaving? Twitter would have become a fun would become functionally worse, and something else would have been obviously better. The in, in, in the idea is, you know, the article is like they're not really leaving, right? More Twitter officials leave, gutting top management. November first, Reuters in an expanding exodus of Twitter's top management officials, including its advertising and marketing chiefs, left the company in the past few days, according to statements with a person with direct knowledge of the matter. The departure comes as, you know, he's already laid off some other person. Sarah Personette, we already knew about it, who is Chief Customer Office and Ad Boss, tweeted Tuesday that they left. Chief People and Diversity Officer Delana Brand announced on Tuesday in a LinkedIn post that she had resigned last week as well. General Manager for Core Technologies Nick Caldwell confirmed his departure on Twitter, changing his profile bio to former Twitter exec by Monday night. Chief Marketing Officer Leslie Berland 
Twitter head of product, Jay Sullivan, and its vice president of global sales, Jean-Philippe Mayhew, have also left a person with knowledge of the matter told Reuters. It's not immediately clear whether they quit or were asked to leave. Berlin tweeted a blue heart but did not give details. Cobalt declined to give further comment. I would suspect that that means uh, that they were fired or asked to leave, asked to resign. In a lot of cases, you know, it's better to ask somebody to resign. Um, Maybe you give them a a walkaway deal that's worth a little bit more. I mean, firing this many people at once is going to be a major, major process. I don't know if you do that via email. You know, I did it. When I did it, it was like 100 people. Um, I'm not exactly sure (laughs) how you do 4,000. That's not exactly what I'm interested in doing. Um, But, or I mean, I'm I'm not interested in speculating that. But it would be interesting to see how all of this plays out. Um, With massive firings starting tomorrow, I would suspect now is probably the time he's had, I mean, I guess a week to go through everything. Um, and I guess that would be good enough. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see, I suppose, how it all shakes out. I hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon.